Nation, Rob McGregor, welcome you to a place where all kinds of phenomena flourish. Voices whisper, ancient secrets, signs and symbols are abundant. UFOs, ETs, ghosts, and even the dead move about freely. Here we meet authors, researchers, and investigators of the mysterious, the strange, and of the inexplicable anomalies that surround us. Step out of the everyday world and take a journey into the mystical underground. Welcome to the Mystical Underground. Thank you for joining us. This is Rob McGregor. And, and Trish McGregor. And our tech magician producer, John Posey. You can go to themysticalunderground.com where we make regular blog posts and where you can find out about our books. Our most recent nonfiction book is The Shift, Reports from the Mystical Underground. Trisha's latest novel is White Crows and Rob's latest novel is Tulpas. Our guest today is Ken Lloyd. Ken is a psychic healer who is uh, who is first on in July with us. Uh, who trans he transmits powerful healing energy energy from non physical beings who work through him. We came to know him because of our friend Susan Yantorno, who told us uh, that he spoke at the spiritual center she attends in Sarasota. She suggested him as a guest uh, for a podcast. And as I said, we he came on. He also worked on Trisha's ankle and my shoulder, my right shoulder. Trisha's uh, was uh, headed towards surgery on that ankle. She has not had surgery, and this is like uh, uh, seven, eight months later. And my right shoulder is good, solid. So yeah, something there. Okay, here is Ken's description of his work. A little complicated. I'll try to read this slowly. As a soul infusion walk-in. Ken Lloyd's higher self, 13 soul aspects of his and, and his native soul have merged as a single collective into his physical body. This process has altered his DNA, a cellular structure, and etheric energy fields to behave like a Wi-Fi power station and broadcast uh, accelerated ascension frequencies, healing codes, and DNA activation sequences to those in physical proximity and those connected to his energy fields during live events, recorded audio playback, and virtual sessions. Uh, the most recent addition happened when uh, Ken's higher self, Kamarik, uh, walked into his body on New Year's Eve this year. Uh, uh, at this time, Ken and the 13 so aspects and karmic were merged into a single collective in what is known as a soul infusion. Over the first several months of this year and beyond, Ken's collective uh, will be integrating and enhancing every layer of Ken uh, from his furthest energy field down into every atom of his physical body. These modifications will amplify and streamline his current healing gifts to touch the masses and set the foundations for additional gifts. So welcome, Ken. Welcome, hey, Ken. Ken. Sorry, that was that, a lot, uh, right? got so screwed up there. <laughs> uh, how, how did that sound? That sound uh, pretty much what you're, you're, uh, are you describing yourself now and um, what's going on? Yes and no, meaning that, you know, in a, um, in a textbook fashion, it is kind of describes what's happening. But let me just try to sum it up for the audience and kind of bring yeah. everyone full circle. Yeah. Um, so six years ago, near-death experience, very uneventful. It didn't go over. But what happened is my root chakra was removed, which allowed 13 other aspects of me to begin stepping in. And this process began the sorry, light language will come through as I'm speaking. This is my team inside of me. Um, that began the process of modifying the body. Okay. So why do they modify my body? And ultimately they've done this so I can hold high frequencies and codes and to put it into a perspective when you would go to a typical healer or a traditional healer or psychic or whatever, they, you know, do upgrades and DNA activations. What's happening is the energy is flowing from up there through the vessel and out. And if that practitioner wants to do that again for the next person, they connect 
flows through and out. That's not what happens with my body. When codes are brought down, they are stored in my field, in my physical body. All right, so it's like a storage station, if you will. Now, when I work on somebody and I do the healing on a one-on-one session or otherwise, there's like software codes being created, if you will. And these codes are stored, which basically means, Rob, when I worked on your shoulder, when somebody else walks into the room and they have the same software or code they need, it's available. I don't actually have to reconnect, download it again and deliver it. So again, the body has been modified for storage. Now, what's interesting is this, they created a field around me that continues to grow. Um, back in November, that field was about 35 feet around me, and now it's 120 feet around me. What this means is anybody who's in my vicinity, uh, proximity, and I have the healing codes, the ascension codes, the activation codes, whatever they're looking for, when it's in my field, they will receive it without interacting with me. Okay. Do you have to do something to turn it on? I mean, like most psychics, you know, uh, will be standing in like line at uh, the grocery store and they won't pick up anything because they're, they're kind of blocking it out. Do you block it out or is it just there for you? It's, it's unavailable. Okay. So it's not blocking. And what, what I mean is that if you can imagine, so it's 120 feet now and it's yeah. going to be a, up to a kilometer in December. Now, and if you can imagine me, trying to tap into that many people at once, it's not useful for anybody, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So I am unaware what is happening. I was at dinner last night with, with a, a few friends and you know, the ones like, my back's better. My arthritis is going away <laughs> as we're sitting there talking and I'm not working on them. Mm -hmm. It just happens by, by in my vicinity. Um, so yeah, so, so ultimately I have 14 soul aspects in me and i mean actually in me not me going up and connecting to spirit and having a conversation they are ingrained in in the physical body and all of my energy fields um this is because each one of them bring a talent a gift ultimately they're here for a job okay now i don't know what their jobs are just yet so as you mentioned uh on new year's eve the merge began happening with chimeric my highest self and the other ones so that we form uh, a collective, if you will, and we all operate synergistically. And that is an ongoing process. Even last night, they came in a little, little deeper, a little forward, and the conversation started uh, happening. Um, when I say conversations, it literally is like having a coach, right? Having, having somebody there on your team saying, okay, hey, uh, this is how you need to approach that. Or if I have a question about a, a technology or a question about a um, well, if I have any question, they pretty much will answer the questions. Now, there are things that I, I don't need to be aware of right now that they won't answer. As an example, what's going on with me in six months? They're like, no, 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 no. You don't need that right now. <laughs> just, just stay right here. So there are some things I don't answer. Um, Can but, I have a question just real ahead. quick? Um, explain to us about Chimeric. Mm -hmm. So. I mean yeah, he said yeah, he's yeah. your higher self, but okay, what, what does that mean? He's 22nd dimensional. You had mentioned he's, that. He's, yeah, he's 22nd dimensional. And, you know, before we get wrapped up in numbers, right, as they always tell you in, in marketing, never throw out numbers, right? Because mm -hmm. someone's going to come along and tell you, well, there's a million dimensions, there's five dimensions, so on and so forth. Uh -huh. So let me just put it in the perspective that I'm understanding. And ultimately, Khmer comes from the 22nd dimension where the 23rd dimension is merged back in with creator source, all right? So he has access to all of those frequencies and information going down. Not only that, but he obviously has a lot of other uh, soul creations that he's managing as well, which gives me access to all of that. So he, he pretty much is the, the manager of operations, if we want to look at it like that. <laughs> and he's handling the relationships up there as well as the relationships that show up in the 3D. Yeah. You mean your virtual, your other virtual selves? Is that what you, you were talking about? That's yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He handles all of that, which ones are, are here or not here. Correct. Ken, did these beings uh, once have lives on Earth? Are they, they former humans? Or? No, no. Marika some of them have visited Earth and never had lives on Earth. I'm the only incarnation of that soul aspect that exists 
in human form on the planet. Ultimately, um, the others, this is what he's telling me now, the others, and not all of them, there, there are countless, the other ones are also in similar positions where they incarnate on a specific planet uh, for their definition of ascension. So I only show up and the versions of me only show up when great things are about to happen. And I help with that, that effort, if you will. And uh, I, I just learned this now. Apparently I do this in other places as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Is that what they were saying to you with the light language? Okay. Uh, not necessarily. So, you know, it's really interesting as the merge happens, I have less and less questions. And what I mean by that is, you know, imagine having all the answers to all the questions, you wouldn't actually think about asking the question anymore because you just mm -hmm. already know. And that's kind of what's happening. And it's very subtle. It's very, very weird. Like, wow, I didn't know I knew that. And it comes through <laughs> so strong and so knowing it's, um, this is, this is the aspect that I'm getting used to, you know, typically, uh, you know, a channeler would channel, whether it be uh, in English or uh -huh. like language, right? And then they would say, oh, okay, well, I understand what that message was. Uh, but for me, it's now, it's different. It's, 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 everything's in there. And it's just me repeating what I already know. So it, it's, it's, it, it's, I'm trying to get my footing, right? <laughs> can okay, you talk can, to, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rob. Okay. Uh, I'd just like to talk a little bit more about the light language. When you, uh, you speak it, are you understanding what you're saying? Are you, is there an interpretation involved there? What's going on? There's, there's multiple ways to use light language that I use it. Uh, when I'm in a session with a client, a one-on-one -on -one session, light language will come through and I'll know what the message is, or I'll be able to infer through my heart what's, what's happening. Now, there's other light language uh, if you hang around me in the house or anywhere, <laughs> it'll just start and it might last two seconds or it might last three, four, five minutes. With that, I don't necessarily know what they're saying. There's another aspect of me that needs to communicate and they'll use the light language to do that. Um, and it's often because there are other um, listeners or other other energies that are listening that a communication needs to go through that way. So yeah, this is just now, right? When I just made that light language. I don't know what is actually being said at that aspect. However, I'm the one saying it. So it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of odd. Like I could dive in deep, deep and, and get that figured out, but yeah. it's almost like the energy to do that just isn't worth it. You just let it flow. Yeah. Okay. Can you mention you're going to Mexico mm -hmm. so that this merge can fully take place, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, it's interesting as, um, a, a soul walk in, Typically, when those experiences happen, um, you come in at times of trauma um, and everything gets upheaval. 35, 45 days later, you're in a new place. Mm -hmm. You've lost everything intentionally, not you know, whatever you had to do. Right. But my event happened six years ago. Now, Tameric actually stepped into the body on 12, 12, uh, which was interesting, by the way. I was told to go into meditation and I was in there about 15 minutes and I was frozen in position. I couldn't twitch. I couldn't move. I started asking a bunch of questions and they turned that off as well. So imagine being sitting there feeling and observing everything happening without the ability to have a thought around it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really, really uh, an observational perspective to realize you can't actually turn that off or it can be turned off and you can still exist without all that chatter. So that lasted for 15 minutes. But going forward, the energies that these require are high frequencies and they need to move me into a place where the frequencies, the energies of these, these soul aspects can actually begin um, elevating or rising to, to match the other frequencies in the body. So me going to Mexico, it's not about going to Mexico. It is literally about going into the jungle, right? And I don't mean I'm going into the jungle guys, but each jungle, <laughs> not a lot of uh, commercialism at all, right? The place I'm going don't even have cars. And this is so that there's no distractions externally and that they can begin you know, doing the magic that they're doing so they can be fully um, you know, uh, embodied. Okay, you they're know? gonna find you a place to stay? 
It's all done. <laughs> I worry about that. Okay. It, it, it's all done. Yeah. No, it's, you know, I, I mean, I, I'll be fine in the place. Right. But yeah, this, the logistics aren't even a question. At some point you just don't, you don't, you just do it. Right. Uh-huh. So this was, happening. this was their idea, not your idea then? To oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. My idea was don't, don't rock the boat. <laughs> I like everything about my life. Don't rock the boat. And, and mm-hmm. that's what they did. They literally okay. turned the boat upside down. Oh, how does Comerica communicate with you? Do you hear words or how is it? How is it I do now as of like last. So I, I would always hear some conversation, but it was always me asking a question to get a response. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, last night was another shift in it. And, and now it is full on dialogue. I just sit there and listen to what they're saying. But, you know, it's also that intuition, that, that realization that you're having that emotion, you're having that desire to do a certain thing, not because it's just haphazard or circumstance or who oh, that'd be neat. You are literally recognizing the pull inside of you that says, yes, you need to go in that direction or you need to go do that thing without the conversation. So it's more of an awareness that every, every move I make is an intentional um it is very intentional yeah interesting. so now you, once you do this you won't be speaking at the uh, cosmic center is that I, I saw an email somewhere to that effect well not necessarily let me explain so tonight i have my sarasota florida mm-hmm. uh, cosmic center event um and this will be the last one for a while all right now once i emerge from this this transformation that's happening um, it will be um, there's, there's like a worldwide show, and I use the word show in a very weird way. Uh, please understand, it's not a show. It's 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 a, it's a healing modality. It's it's me literally touching millions of people. So um, shows not the proper word, but a lot of travel involved, and I will be back in Sarasota, right? Uh, sometime towards the end of the year is what they're telling me. It just won't be every every ninety days. Um, Sarasota was an opportunity for me to learn how to work with groups and crowds and people. Yeah. So when you, uh, you were saying that your influence spreads out like now somewhere over 100 feet from you, what about when you uh, do Zooms uh, and, and group sessions? How's that yeah. work? It's working on everybody listening right now. Okay. And that's how that works. So the field um, is, is, non, is a non-locale field, right? So wherever I'm connected to, the frequencies will come through. And even if this is replayed, recorded a year later, right, the frequencies are still there. Right. Now, ultimately, the difference is, is that when you're in proximity and physical proximity, you will feel the intensity, right? I mean, you, you, a lot of people feel the chills as they walk into the room, their emotions will change, they'll get lift or lighter. I mean, there's so many things happen to the folks in the physical proximity. Um, when you're on the virtual, it still happens but it's more of a, a softer application versus when you're in the presence. When we had lunch with you in early December and I first saw you and your wife sitting there, I, I did get chills. So that's interesting that you mentioned chills. Yeah. yeah not, not everyone can feel them. Right. So, uh-huh. and it feels like goose pimples for those right. that aren't, aren't aware. Right. And you're like, wow, where'd that come from? Um, you know, it, it's, and, but for those that can feel energy, it's potentially it's, it's overwhelming for some of them. It, it is really, really um, interesting. And for me, I don't feel any of it. Hmm. You know, people, so I don't feel any of it. You are, uh, you've been doing these uh, Zoom sessions uh, every two weeks. Uh, are you going to continue doing those for a while or is that going to go away? Yeah, yeah. So, so let, me, let me explain the, the, the Zoom, the, the group healings. So, yeah. you know, while I do the, the private sessions, you know, ultimately my availability on the private sessions are going to be limited and that is by by design and intentional because they want me to hit as hit they want me to reach as many people as possible for the healing and to do that they need to be in a group setting now when you're in the group setting there are a couple things taking place first of all this field around me doesn't just hold these coats it also holds frequency that elevates your frequency Right. And it'll move you from your 3D harmonics into your 5D harmonics. So while you're in that call for an hour, your energy is going up. Now, when that happens, then the other healing can happen to remove the dense illnesses or diseases or whatever they are. So I do them every two weeks because 
you know, the healing's not a single event. It's a journey for all of us. All right. And as you begin this, you'll realize, oh, oh, I got more to do and more to do. So every two weeks you come in and I'll raise your frequency back up and give you more healing codes. And the cycle will just continue on until you've reached the point where you've healed to what you, you've, you've desired. So you yeah, do they this will on continue. your podcast too. I do. I do it everywhere. Uh, so my group healings are a paid <laughs> session, but we're going to do this for you guys a little bit, right? We're going to give yeah, them a, gonna, a meditation. And I do that for everybody, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's not about the money at all. There has to be an energy exchange, but there's still a responsibility to give and to give and to give at least on my side. So that's what I do when my, my interviews and podcasts is I'll, I'll give them something. Absolutely. Take it away for free. Yeah. Okay. Ken, wait, I have a question. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, What, uh, at one point you said that you're unable to heal yourself. Why Mm -hmm. is that? It's not that I'm unable to heal myself necessarily. It's that there is a focus, a desire and intention that we all need others. And if we all had the individual to heal ourselves, why would we actually engage with others? Mm-hmm. So, yes, I can heal myself. <laughs> However, I have a tribe, a very, very mm-hmm. close circle of, of people um, that I will go to to heal me. Now, am I sick? No. But mm-hmm. I do have ankle issues once in a while, Trish, you can relate, <laughs> right? And when those things True. happen, I will go to one of, one of my peers and have them work on me. And that's just the way it's designed. Mm-hmm. We all need everybody. Everybody needs everybody. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Ken, uh, I realize that uh, there's probably people going to be watching, listening to this who aren't familiar with you at all. And uh, could you go into your background? I mean, before this, the the near-death experience, I mean, it, totally different uh, kind yeah. of uh, life. So, so I had no spirituality, uh, no religion. No background with any of that, right? I didn't 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 know any of that. I, I um, was a self-taught cybersecurity entrepreneur, so I read a lot of books, took a lot of certifications, and uh, you know I, I created three cybersecurity companies. Um, learned how to write software code, right? And what, what's interesting is, even though I was doing all these things, it was during my third acquisition where the near-death experience happened. An incredible amount of stress. I mean, just. It was stress, uh, brain tumor, all of these things, right? And um, the near-death experience itself wasn't really an event. It was two minutes of me locked in position and falling asleep. I didn't go to the other side. I didn't have instant healing. I didn't have you know any of the stories. And in fact, it wasn't for about a year and a half later that I even realized something had uh, you know drastically shifted. I will tell you this, though. When I look at what I'm here to do, and we look at the role of a software programmer and the role of a cybersecurity entrepreneur or cybersecurity person. It's a cat and mouse game. So as a cybersecurity guy, we want to go in there and find out, well, how did they, how did they do the thing? How do we correct the thing? And we would call it clean it or antivirus, scrub it, whatever you want to call it. And then how do we prevent it from going forward? Right? So when we look at that and we look at healing, and I'm working on somebody with a condition I hadn't worked on before, it really is the same thing. How did that happen? Okay, ancestor, past life, you know, trauma, whatever that is. How do we get rid of it, which is what I do? And then how do we prevent it? Or in this particular case, it's not so much prevent it, but how do we do this for millions, not just one? So it's that, that the, the, the cleverness, they say very, very clever to be able to go in there and create these codes that apply to the world. So yeah, cybersecurity and then programming, right? I'm creating quantum code for humanity in my field. I don't have an easier way to explain it. That's how I understand it. Interesting. So when you uh, are working with people, are you picking up what it is that they're there the the details of the physical aspect i mean you're you're not a doctor so how how are you working i mean how how does that it's a great question and it has evolved over the past three years you know in the beginning you know i would see the back and i would say oh there's an emotion tied to this and i would have to dive into the story and is it mom issue is it a dad issue so on and so forth a lot it took me the whole whole session to do just relieve pain in the back but now um again coming back to this field right? This field holds information, the one around me, 
And uh, about, well, almost four weeks ago now, they installed something called the Living Library in my field. All right. And this Living Library is a, a record of everything in every perspective, reality and dimension. And I don't mean just mean humans. I mean everything. Right. Uh -huh. And in here contains codes, you know, your ascension codes, the activations and all that. When I am now doing healing, if someone comes up to me, and this happened just yesterday, right? They said, listen, my, my neck's hurting. I now just see their whole body as, as shards of light. And in the area where there's discomfort or I'm working on, it'll be abnormally presented. Hmm. And then I'm able to reach in and grab that bundle of shard of light or whatever it is and just put it into a portal. And what's actually happening here in the living library is you have a record of the event, you have a record or a contract. And as I remove those shards of light, it's actually removing or burning the contract or the energetic connection. And the results happen instantly or very, very quickly, unless there are more things that need to be worked on. Okay, you mentioned this Patricia Walls, is her name? Yes. Now, you said she, she has access to the Hall of Records, which is within the living library. What, yeah. What's what's the difference? Let me, let me try to clear the air. So Patricia Wall, amazing, amazing woman. And I will give her a shout out here, but her website's um, thehallofrecordsofficial.com. So let me explain the Hall of Records to my best ability. <laughs> Everybody is familiar with the Akashic Records. It's a, it's a household word, right? Mm -hmm. But the Akashic Records is just a, a sliver of an event in your life or lives. And it's also uh, laced with the perspective of that particular event, meaning that if you were to go in there and bring up, oh, I did this thing in the past, you won't get any context around it. So it's just a sliver. It's just a breadcrumb, mm -hmm. they say, right? And, and the Hall of Records is everything about you, all your existences and all the perspectives, right? Now, the biggest difference between the Akashic Records and using computer terms, the Akashic Records is read-only. You'll go in there, they'll tell you, oh, you have this past life where you drowned, now you need to go heal it in this life. You're like, well, okay, well, how do, how do I do that? Where do I go? Who do I call? Right? Well, the Hall of Records allows you to see that event, and you're doing the work yourself. All right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're, you're, she teaches you to go in there and do it yourself, which is just so critical. But you'll see the event, and you'll burn that record, and you will instantly release that energetic connection. This includes healing as well, right? Your ancestors, your past lives, they'll all show up and you can do the work yourself. So now the Hall of Records, it resides in the living library as one aspect of the living library, just to type put it in perspective. Okay, I wrote her and she didn't write me back. She will. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd mention that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Ken, can you uh, lead us into a healing meditation now? Is that okay? You guys ready? Yeah, yeah always. All right. <laughs> All right. Just please close your eyes. And allow whatever happens to happen. Allow the journey to take place. The instructions are simple. You cannot get this wrong. You cannot get this wrong. Please visualize above your head, about a foot, a beautiful golden orb. And as you view that, please say the words to yourself, not out loud. I wish to connect to the highest of the high, closest to source, that's in 100% alignment with me and my mission. Gently pull that orb, that bubble, down through the top of the head and allow it to anchor beautifully in your heart. Please visualize above my head a blue orb. And in your mind's eye, just reach up and grab that blue orb and pull it into you 
and then expand it six feet all around you. So you are now inside that beautiful blue orb of protection. Please visualize tree roots growing from the bottom of your heart. Visualize them going down your torso and moving into the left leg and into the right leg. Throw them down, down past the knees. Further down, through the ankle and into Mother Earth. Continue growing them down further and further and further. And as you do this, you'll see an orange ball appear at the center of the earth. Beautiful, beautiful orange ball. Take the tree roots and wrap them counterclockwise three times. One, two, and three. Pull them nice and snug with love. Visualize the pink light from the Sirius star system. Allow that to come down through the crown, the top of the head. Just beautifully, gently, softly come down and touch and anchor into the top of your heart. And as you make that connection, a little brighter, a little wider, a little stronger. Visualize the white light from the Octana star system. You don't need to know where that's at. Visualize the white light coming down through the crown. Down through the throat and again, anchoring in the top of the heart. When you do that, pull it nice and snug with love. Please visualize a red beam of light above you. It's about six inches wide. And that beam of light starts way, way, way up there, comes all the way down through your body, and goes into the earth. You're directly in the middle of this beautiful, soft beam of red light. And as you watch this, it gets wider and wider. And with your hands by your side, you are completely in this beautiful red beam of light. And as the anticipation rises, you'll begin to see these beautiful orbs coming down from the top in a beautiful counterclockwise direction, just spinning circling down and down and down. And the more you watch, the more show up, different sizes, different shapes. Each one of them have a consciousness of their own. And they're here to work on you, they're here to heal you. If you go into your heart, and with the energy you brought down earlier, ask your heart, please heal my condition my thing, my situation. And as you make that request, those orbs spin a little faster and they begin moving towards the body part. The affliction is, could be the mind, could be the energy body outside of you. Allow them to go where they need to go. Don't control them, just watch them. And with your intention, with your heart, with your knowing. Feel the energy, recognize the healing is taking place. My team is here. And as the energy rapids faster and faster, the beautiful red light now, it turns into a beautiful, soft orange hue. But at this time, the orbs also begin to resemble that beautiful, soft orange hue. Additional energies are coming down. Additional bubbles, different orbs. 
Shatariyatari, fill in the spaces in between the spaces. Shatariyatari, Jishine, more, more. And they are now beginning to work on you in the areas that you weren't aware of. For not only are you getting what you asked for, but you're getting what you need. So much love. The orange hue now shifts into a beautiful silver white energy. And as it does this, you'll begin to see those orbs lifting up, carrying with it the energy that no longer serves you. Counterclockwise, they move towards the top, to the top, to the top, and then out and disappear. Please visualize a white diamond plasma. The white diamond plasma originates from a place beyond source. It travels through source and it comes down to the top of the crown. And it touches the top of your spine, your cranium, under your cranium. Like a beautiful, wet, glistening diamond paint. It pours down your spine, completely uncovering it. Past the shoulders, past the shoulder blades, further down. Moving to the arch of the back, down, down, down by the waist, and then it enters your tailbone. And as it does this, your tailbone begins to glow brighter and brighter and brighter. Beautiful, bright white. And as you look at this beautiful, bright white tailbone, you will now see white tree roots emerging from your tailbone. Allow them to grow down the left leg and the right leg. You're doing absolutely perfect. Past the knees. Down further past the ankles. And move them into Mother Earth again. Accelerate them. Accelerate them down to the core of the Earth again. And wrap them three times counterclockwise around the core. One two, and three. In a moment, we're going to take a breath in and a breath out. When we take the breath out, I want you to visualize a beautiful golden ball in your heart, the one that you placed there earlier. And on that breath out, you're going to expand it all around you, six feet, so you are now inside of the bubble. Breathe in. Breathe out and expand. Perfect. Visualize a green tube of light. On the one end of the green tube is your heart as a beautiful red rose completely opened. The other end is a thousand petal white lotus with a yellow center. That is my opened heart. And as you look at my heart, you will begin to see pink hearts popping out with high energy, excitement. More and more pop out and they travel down that beautiful green tube of light. And they jump into your heart. Your heart invites them in. Please watch your heart. Just focus on your heart bringing in those little pink heart emojis. That's the only thing you need to do for the next moment. Ariatic 
Just relax, stay with it. Keep watching those hearts. I'll let you know when they're done. Just stay in peace. They're almost ready. The healing's delivered. And as you feel comfortable and awake, you can step out of that, please. Ken, I think you need to make a recording of that. I mean, and sell it. We just did. I know, I know, but I mean, just sell it. It is really great. Yeah, it uh, it changes every time, right? I don't know what's being delivered ever. Now, the visualization will be pretty consistent if you tune into this podcast Uh or another or my groups, right? So ultimately, I tell people the visualization is really just a distraction, it is literally to keep your mind occupied while the healing energies are being delivered. And that's why it's okay if you can't follow the bouncing ball. And that's okay if you have an out-of-body experience or whatever may happen. And my gosh, so many stories of things that happen during even just those that brief 10 or 15 minutes, right? It really does impact um, the, the individuals uh, in, in quite uh, dramatic, um, positive ways. But yeah, um, there's a lot I need to give to the world and ultimately um you know just join the group healing and then you'll have a full hour of that well you guys know you've been there enough right yeah 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 Yeah, that's great so are Um, there oh go ahead yeah are there any stories you can tell us of people who have been healed uh particularly different uh different aspects of uh diseases or whatever injuries or whatever is um... you know it's it's interesting i don't have stories okay okay i mean i have testimonials all day long and you know people this that and the other but what i can tell you is that the healing i do happens on the call right if you have that pain and discomfort it's gone on the call now it may return if there's other layers and things like that right but there are very few things that don't happen in a call all the way down to modifying the chromosomes, tweaking the DNA, removing the genetics that are no longer serving and adding the ones that do, all the way down to those deep layers are all available, depending on what happens. The, um, the healing that people report are pretty phenomenal. You know, and, and I, don't, I won't mention, it's, it's my policy not to mention a disease or a condition or a thing, right? But ultimately, um, pretty much everything's available. And more and more are coming online. You know, Trish, you had mentioned, you had asked me a question regarding a certain condition. Right. I'm like, six more months. They're telling me six months before uh-huh. I can do that. And that's, that particular thing is a very large thing, right? I was just thinking about that. I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, ultimately... It's not that I can't do it. It's that the human isn't ready for it. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Right. And that's, just, that, that's what they just told me as, as the questions were coming through. I have the capability to do all of it, but it has to be titrated in a way that it just doesn't, doesn't hit everybody so hard that it, it just tunes you off, so to speak. So they are titrating some of the bigger things in as it needs to. Well, how is this going to work in huge groups? You know, I mean, is everybody going to be ready? You know, suppose you've got people who've got cancer in that group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they don't show up in the group unless they're ready, right? Okay. Yeah. That's how that works. Uh-huh. That's absolutely how it works. I mean, I'm not uh, out there soliciting... Uh, telemarketers to join my <laughs> event. There's a coupon and uh, free popcorn. No, no, yeah. we're not doing that, right? People will show up because they 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 feel 
the resonance uh-huh. with it. And when that happens, they will receive a healing. But now it's interesting, you know, even though you're receiving a healing, it may not be exactly what you thought you were getting. Uh-huh. You know, some will come in and they listen, heal this particular thing. And they walk away like, you know, man, it, it still hurts. It still hurts because there are a thousand other things that needed to be done first that are behind the scenes, like the prep work, right? Um, they're, they're giving me this analogy right now. It's like, you know, imagine having body work done on a car, right? You drop it off. It's, you know, er, you know, in that condition. <coughs> and then you show up three or four weeks later, you're like, oh, it's beautiful. But what you didn't know is everything that had to happen behind the scenes. Uh-huh. So before it looks that beautiful, there is other work that has to happen. Now, if you've already doing the work on yourself, you know, the spiritual work, right? The, you know, going in and, and you know, really releasing that trauma that's built up, mm-hmm. then the healing happens faster, often, I mean, often, instantly, and you'll, you'll feel that impact. So it really is um, the goal here, by the way, uh, with Comeric uh, and the team is not to show up and to do all the work. Yes, they're going to show up. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do all the work, but they're going to teach you how to do it yourself. And that's the biggest shift with what's happening in 2024, especially with me and others that are coming online now. We're going to show you how to do everything yourself. There's a big okay. shift coming. That's going to where... that's going to transform everything. Correct. They yeah. don't. They they really want the human to you know stop looking to the stars and the skies to fix everything. Because everything you need to be fixed is already inside of you. And they're going to teach you how to reach those answers and those healings and those knowings and they, the awakening to who you really, really are. So these are the tools coming online um, and I'll be providing them. And again, another shout out, the, the, the Hall of Records is really the first big tool to begin that process of learning how to go inside, release the trauma and discover who you are. This is what's coming. Yeah. We've and, actually been a little distracted. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, Ken, at the end of your healing meditations, the light language becomes more forceful and mm-hmm. longer uh, and longer. Uh, are you on? Are you capable of understanding what's coming through? No, no. But no. Is it, it's different beings, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's all of them coming through and delivering uh-huh. their job, right? And and should They all don't show up all the time. They only show up when there's a presence required for them to do their job. Yeah, so if I only have people in the audience with a, with a specific thing, uh-huh. well, only those are going to show up and do it. And I got to tell you, it's really interesting because when I'm doing that, I'm I'm tapped out. I'm like, did I wash the dishes? Did I mow the lawn? Did I, uh-huh. you know, I'm doing 3D stuff over here while all this is taking place. So oh, this God. is this is relatively new in the last two or three weeks. I'm like, wow, okay, I'm, I, I Okay, this 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 different. You got a lot to juggle. Yeah, uh, I, I do want to make one one quick comment for your audience. Um, if you have side effects from what just place, and you probably will, right? You may have some insomnia. You may have restlessness. You may have overly tired. You may have emotional purges. This is part of the releasing of the energy. On my website, kenloydofficial.com, wherever that is, right? Um, you under the uh, work with Ken. There's a drop-down menu, say transformational healing protocol. These are things you can do to help ease the release of those energies that are being shifted in you. You'll find it very valuable and useful as you move through the coming days. This is not, it happens now. It happens now, but it's going to continue on for seven days. Real quick, uh, Rob stole my question, so uh, I was, <laughs> was going to ask, uh, yeah, if uh, if Ken understood the uh, the the non you know the, uh-huh. the non English uh, uh, utterances, but uh, but the second part of that question was going to be, uh, so is that the quantum programming that's going on? Is 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 that yeah. Yep. Yeah. Those are the so, those are those are the key words that are being put out there. Yeah. Yeah. What what they're doing? They're showing me now. You imagine, you know, the uh, the ones in me going into my field and grabbing that software code and then delivering it to the person in the audience, right? Or again, virtually, your audience doesn't have to be physical, right? So uh-huh. that's what's happening is they're grabbing that stored information and delivering it. They're showing me this as you're asking me the question. This is the biggest shift in me, right? Like mm. I get everything in real time as needed. 
but not before. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ken, do you dream at no, night? No, I mean, no. No? They're boring if I remember them, right? It's, <laughs> it, 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 and and I, I, I ask, and they're like, listen, this is your, your time off, right? I mean, other people are really busy in their dream, dream sleep, right? Uh-huh. So you don't dream of the light language? No. <laughs> no, I don't have any spiritual dreams, you know, it's just pretty, pretty boring stuff. And I'm okay with that, right? So you, you have uh, talked about these beings as, as spirit beings, but you've also referred to ETs. What's the link or what's the connection or how are they related? It's, it's all consciousness, right? Uh-huh. They're just consciousnesses. And, and, you know, every ETs, the consciousness, you know, angels are ETs, they're consciousnesses. We just don't have a really good word in human vocabulary to describe the, the the everything right so we call it et extraterrestrial it's consciousness and in the body form so the consciousnesses of those other aspects of me are in me they are still in their embodied form most of them have an, there's three of them that don't have an embodied form you're telling me now but they're still in their embodied form but yet they're they're still with me as well when you say they're in body form in other words they're uh in each form their their they have their own lives in in different correct, uh, correct. dimensions or different absolutely states. okay absolutely they they're still i mean they they they're still doing their mission there it's just their consciousness is also with me doing this mission right okay okay ken you said that there are going to be other people like you or there are other people like you who are emerging how many people will there be that's an undisclosed number and it's not that they're like me it's that they're going to bring in the change that we've all been waiting for and yes that does sound a little egoish if you will Uh but ultimately there is a a shift in the way that the human is going to understand their ascension their new age their Uh the terminology of what's taking place i am simply here to deliver those tools and the knowledge in a human understandable way you could think of it as 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 shop talk for the human uh, so that they can grasp some of the complex topics in a very uh-huh. simple form so they can move forward on their own. But it's the time of empowerment for the individual, not time for the human to gather around another species asking for. Right. So it's whatever they're asking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's individual empowerment as a mass. Right. Okay. Correct. That, that's where it goes. You've uh, talked about others who have some of these abilities, and that that uh, you re, you rely on them, or not rely on them, but you go to them for assistance. Like when you're not feeling well yourself, uh, do any of these people also uh, speak the light language? All of them. Oh, okay. Oh, all of them. That's all interesting. Right. Yeah, they they all speak the light language in their own modality, in their own way, in their own, and they're all yeah. as connected conversationally uh-huh. as I am as well. But are they all every, walk-ins? Yeah, they should know. No, no, they're not all walk-ins, right? Some of them are 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 uh, you know embodied um, mm-hmm. consciousnesses with full um, access to that. So not walk-in. I mean, there, it's it's actually all over the place in terms of what's uh-huh. happening. So there's not <laughs> one individual that's a replicate in terms of technology capabilities and presentation. It's another, we are all absolutely unique, but as a whole, we'll come together across the, the world. And you know, and when I say it's undisclosed, it's in the thousands, okay? So it's, it's but the number isn't relevant ultimately, but you'll see, oh, just curious, new, yeah. yeah, you'll see these new folks coming on. You'll be like, wow, this is a different type of message. This is a different thing and you'll resonate. So are these people seeking to reach this state or does it come to them uh, that outside of their own uh, conscious uh, uh, seeking, I guess? So let me see if I can understand the question. So these people, so as an example, my tribe, I call them my tribe. Right, yeah, yeah. Did they they seek this job? (laughs) Right, yeah, right, that's right. (laughs) No. Okay. They had it when they got here. All of us had it before we got here. It's just some of us arrived with full knowing and other of us waited until we were late 40s, early 50s uh, to to wake up because it was time at that point. We all have a different journey that we we pursued to get where we're at. And I can only speak for the the, the small tribe I have, right? 
So this is a contract you made before you were born into this life. This is a contract that was made upon my inception as a consciousness. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And that goes back pretty far. Uh-huh. Oh, so, so it's not necessarily just this life. Oh, no, this is what I do. Yeah. I always show up at times. They've always told me to show up at times of great ascension and help the process. Yeah, that didn't. I, I've, I've heard that for four, four or five years now. And I'm like, nah, OK, whatever, me and everybody. But, but <laughs> now that I'm recognizing this new phase, I'm like, OK, well, they really did mean this in a very uh -huh. serious, serious way. So, yeah. yeah. And, and I just I just have to throw in we were talking about uh, the Deadpool three trailer before the podcast started, which <laughs> which has a connection with which Deadpool originates from the X Men, which the that's the whole story of the X Men is that mutant gene that and and then when 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 it when it manifests itself as their life at, at what point in their life does that mm. manifest? So, anyways, just yeah. pop yeah, culture right. pop culture tangent right there. <laughs> but sometimes pop culture is right. You know what I mean? They they hit things on it the nose. Connects, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're coming to the end of our hour, Ken. I just have one more question. Uh, what's your future look like as far as you can tell, as far as you <laughs> what can see? What a loaded question. <laughs> what's your future look like? You know what? Right now, when you when you see everything, anytime I may ask a question or it comes up, I get the visual or the knowing or the whatever. And right now they're they're just showing me, like me looking out of a motel room. <laughs> with with the window sh the blind shut uh -huh. and, and, and kind of my hands behind the back like no you're not ready to open up that blind just yet <laughs> oh okay. interesting ah okay so I, I gotta get through this this transformation over the next uh you know six to eight weeks or whatever it is yeah and and then they'll they'll start pulling the the veil back or opening re the reveal opening the, blinds. the reveal <laughs> yeah okay. opening the blinds all right yeah okay well, yeah well tell people much. where they can find you with your website and yeah all of yeah that. um so uh ken lloyd official.com i always get my fingers wrong you know that zoom <laughs> thing is um you know i am on um instagram and facebook and you know but ultimately uh it's, it's ken lloyd dot official for the other sites and i do have a podcast show myself called accelerated ascension with ken lloyd and this is where i will show you how to use tools it's every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on the Conscious Awakening Network, but you can find the link on my website. It's free, and I do the same thing I just did for you and your audience, right? I'll provide information, I'll provide them free healings or free whatever the case is, and then we'll just jump into questions. Ask me this anything is where you, you think you, is relevant. This is where you explained the thing about the ego, how the yeah. ego interferes. Yeah, I thought that was very helpful. Yep, yep, ab absolutely right, and, you know, I'm still looking for more content. I'm like, hey guys, what are we talking about this coming Wednesday? They're like, yeah, wait till Wednesday. I'm like, I don't want to wait till Wednesday. Can you tell me now? So, yeah, it's kind, of, it's, it's kind of a you know interesting ride I'm on. I don't know until it's it's time, right? Even for this show, you know, I didn't know until we hit the. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, well thank, thank you, Ken. Thank this you very much. Ken. Always great talking to you. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank okay. you. And good luck at the center. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye now. Thanks for joining The Mystical Underground. Visit www.themysticalunderground.com for the latest blog post and book info. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. Listen to the podcast at podcast.themysticalunderground.com. Follow Trish and Rob on Instagram at Trish and Rob McGregor. Follow us on Twitter at The Mystic Cast. Send email to podcast at themysticalunderground.com. And until next week, thank you for listening and stay mystical.